It is Friday the 7th of September 2018 and this is episode 340 of Digital Outbox. said 40 that way before but i've done it now i am chris ian hello ian i was going to make some pathetic that's your 40 type joke but um i've 40 at 40 yeah yeah uh, good evening hello let's see if we can retain some energy this time and let's crack on through <laughs> shall we um uber is back in our news it's going to go into electric bikes and scooters to try and drive um growth so I guess taking from this story, uh, you know, they they saying how inefficient really cars are around modern day cities. They just you know just can't get round, and they they they're therefore inefficient, and they want to go into bikes to try and help that. Um, they lost um, was it four billion? Yeah, four point five billion in two thousand seventeen. I didn't realize they were still leaking money at that rate. All these big firms, which we see as massive success stories, <laughs> and they're leaking money, uh, a massive, you know, huge amounts of money. Um, but their idea is that this should, you know, at least get them a bit more traction. Although most bike sharing firms and bike sharing and, you know, courier type things like that, they're, they're losing money anyway. So I, do you see this as their big turnaround? Uh, I... So I actually think I think this kind of like scooters bikes route is I'm not saying that's what what we're all going to end up having, but I think it's it's there's something about cars. So see when I got got the new car this year, I, I, I just couldn't shake that this should I should be doing something with electric cars mm. rather than you know like you know fossil fuels, and also like do I really need a car? Mm. Do I really need a car? And and you see all these things that are like cars are sitting at ninety percent or ninety five percent of the time just parked, yep. and I'm like, yep. Um, and there is something about, you know, see this whole, I know it's a mess, see when you see all the pictures of all these scooters lying around, mm. but just being able to hop on a scooter and do, 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 and get to where you're going and then and then you pay your you know, $2, $3 just to go and do that trip. And is that their idea? I haven't really sort of dug into this. Is that so they have just a scooter bank or a bike bank? So they're not saying they're going to have effectively taxis, but with, you know, scooters. No, they, they, mm. they, they, see, the, they see these kind of personal... There's probably some sort of buzzword to name, but these kind of, you know, personal type, you know, travel devices that don't need a dock. So there's what they're what they're saying is they don't want to have like the bike scheme that's in Glasgow right now is all um, you can't just like pick up a bike and leave it. You need to pick it up at a, you know, a, an actual docked yeah. area. Um, you need to go to a specific place, you know, pay, unlock it, take it out, go somewhere, and actually dock it somewhere. Yeah. And, and the future for these companies are certainly saying is just get a scooter wherever get to you where are. you want to go and then if another person picks it up they pick it up kind of yeah. thing yeah okay i mean I'd say most of the people that have tried this idea have lost money on it certainly with the pedal bikes there's there's no money to be made in it but they're i guess they will they're saying they they're getting in at this ground level and maybe they can expand and do that and, and around a city it probably does make sense i think we are seeing a a resurgence of people wanting to get fit and healthy and riding their own bikes. So if it's the easier thing, there's there's other countries which are very good at Amsterdam. Um, they have yeah. lots of these schemes, and most of the population are willing to cycle everywhere. 
Um, so I it. wonder if it's like a cultural slash infrastructure type thing. Definitely, you know, it's yeah. like we, like America, Britain. There's there's certain countries that are wedded to cars. We are it's very like, wedded, yeah. And and it's going to be hard to shift. Whereas there's other, there's there's other countries around the world where you know bikes, you know, the really common way of traveling, um, and and these little you know electric bikes and scooters, you know, the dotless type have just really taken off. But then there's the pictures as well you see of like, you know almost like car park fools of mm. just bust bikes yeah. and you're like this this is why you're it's almost like they're throwing money to try and find the right solution again mm. everybody thought uber was going to win it. and, and try to remember the one that apple went into was it was it diddy d-i-d-i I, I think they invested and they've had a terrible year as well making losses there's been a whole controversy around you know sexual assaults with drivers picking up women and stuff mm. it's it's I don't know. There's so Uber. The only thing, the only good thing is that Uber seems to have had a quiet, probably what three to six months. Yeah, and this isn't a bad news negativity. story. We're talking about this exactly. as an expansion story. Yeah, yeah. So maybe uh, they uh, have brought things under control a bit more. But I mean, it's it's quite a bold. I mean, they're, they're basically they're saying they're going to diversify, but there's also kind of like some you know un, under the cover comments that basically saying yeah, I mean we're we're doing the taxi business right now, but that's not where we want to be. It's almost like they're realizing that they've you know. They're not, you know, regulations are going to get in the way and yeah. other things are going to get in the way. And this is the next model to disrupt. Yeah, the environment's getting more and more toxic for them, isn't it? Yeah, less, yeah. less laissez-faire. Um, latest data breach news in doop, 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 data breach news. Uh, British Airways this time. Um, between August 21st and September 5th, if you were using their BA website or their application, then your uh, payment details were compromised i think is how they've put it i don't know the extent to that compromise but it's been across the news today uh they say your passport details i mean <laughs> most people saying yeah your username password may have gone but your payment details haven't been compromised in this one it's like your payment details have been compromised but your passport details absolutely fine uh they do say contact your bank if you think you will have been affected uh, this is a bad one so three hundred eighty thousand card payments were compromised the reason it's bad, it's not just like the 16-digit credit card and account number, but the three digits in the back have mm. also been grabbed. They said it was a sophisticated attack, probably more yeah. likely a badly coded application. And they're being, they're being very specific. They're actually, you know, BA.com. So they're almost trying mm. to, they're not saying, so obviously a lot of news articles are saying, you know, British Airways have been hacked. But the British Airways guys this morning was like, yeah, it was attack against BA.com. Mm. Almost trying to separate the the, the BA dot com bit from the British Airways brand. This isn't but, my brand. This is just my website. Um, <laughs> so it's actually it's actually quite a severe one. And you know, if any time you know, card payments are compromised, that's I mean that's regulatory fine zones of big big, big numbers. I think. And and I think this is this the first big one since GDPR's come in. Mm, so what's going to happen now? Yeah. So GDPR is all about data protection, and the airline can face fines up to four percent of its global annual revenue, which is huge. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, do they do they go for the max straight away? Is there a is there a scale where they're saying this is a you know a medium to high breach, and hence here's the punishment? Mm. Uh, time will tell. But but they also that it's. Uh, if you remember last year, BA had a whole lot of hassle with you know identity theft and a whole lot of other things going on, and it took a long time to to kind of like apologise and say they were at, at fault. Today it was like, no, here's the newspaper headlines, here's the advert. We are really sorry. Yeah. We and the, and the the news thing I saw this morning, they've went from number one brand last year to not even the top twenty. Mm. 
So this, and this is UK wise. Um, so that they clearly are, um, they're doing this one differently. And it is quite a serious one. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they still got and had enough time to put the advert together for the newspaper. So they still sat on it for a few days. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess that was September 5th. So, you know, and I'm guessing they must have found it late in the day in September. They actually, I mean, this, this, um, the, the article I've pasted in didn't have the times, but they've actually specified the times when, you know, it was like, you know, August 21st at like 8am to September 5th at 23.11. Again, something like that. what they've really done is found a database online and they've looked at the dates that those databases set on the bad hacker sites. Mm. <laughs> Apple, um, it's always on people's mind and people cannot possibly wait a whole week for to get their news so they have to try and sneak news wherever they can and we've had the normal set of rumors and leaks about the, the what's coming at the new event is it next week the event um it's the 12th okay so so next wednesday yeah so um, we've been people have said that we're going to see was it four three new phones something like that three new phones well um, so the slightly different thing about this is this this isn't like guesswork so the actual so actually someone has it, fully ruined the surprise yeah just leave us to watch the event <laughs> in peace <laughs> i mean it is, they're never very fun anyway and therefore well why ruin yeah. it <laughs> so 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 we're looking at the pictures right now it's good another 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 Good audio podcast moment, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's what you're looking at is a, a couple of nice looking phones that are gold. So um, this mm-hmm. looks like there's some nice gold iPhones, and not in the and there's rumours that they've kind of seen some sort of feed or some sort of website that have, you know that, that Apple have been preparing, mm. and somebody's been watching these and managed to grab the images. They've also Tim's going to have to give someone a spanking, isn't he? Well, it is a it's a pretty bad one yeah. to be honest. It's like you, these are like actual images, actual product images, not a render. Yeah. And um, uh, and I guess the other thing that and not this isn't in the image, but I'm guessing they must have other material because they're also saying that the the, the phone is going to call the, the the I was going to call it XS, but it's the XS. Uh, it's but the everybody XS. calls it the X. It's going to be the XS. As in, and I never realised as in yeah. too much. As in, well, we're getting I, too much money. Don't buy our own phones anymore. So you're like me. I thought excess too much, but somebody else was like, "No, it's extra small," <laughs> which didn't didn't click in there. It's excess. Probably because I've spent my life buying extra large, so I've never, <laughs> never bought an extra small in my life. But but I so yeah, yeah. that's leaked, and the watch um, picture leaked as well. Um, yes, allegedly, which has got a mysterious hole. A mysterious hole and um, loads of complications on it, so it's the most garish looking kind of front yes, it's, face. Yes, it looks worse than a tag hoyer. Um, but I want it. But yeah, edge to it. I'm sure you do <laughs> edge to it. Therefore, it will be yours. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, we only got a week to to find out all the details of it. And to be honest, they at the end of the day, they just look like evolutions anyway. So they, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Microsoft is giving you more for the same. Uh, if you have a Xbox, sorry, a Office three six five subscription, they are upping the limit of people that can use that subscription. So I think uh, you could have uh, five users using it before. Now you can have six, and the number of devices you could actually have it installed on is also gone up. Um, uh, yeah, I had my email the other day to say, yeah, we're doing this. I was like, oh, okay. I'm that, assuming that's kind of it, really, because I don't think I know that many people. <laughs> No, well, the the other the other thing, and and I need to go, I need to delve into this. There's a personal and there's a home subscription, so I just use personal, and and it works fine for me, and and I and I use it when I need to use it. 
And I never buy it from Microsoft because you can buy them on eBay for half the price. So always buy, always buy it on eBay for half the price. But the home subscription now goes from five to six, and you get a terabyte of one cloud, one cloud, one drive cloud storage for each user. But seemingly that's a kind of friends and family type deal. Yeah. So I, I, you, I mean, yeah, you can assign. I, I remember I, I set my a couple of my sisters up with the same account. I think so they can actually use that. And I, so yeah. It just you have to be a bit more organised, but you can uh, assign access to an email address effectively. You know, I think that's yeah, it. so I, I might look at that and see if there's a there's a few of us. If you can get a little separate... consortium together, it makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So so well well done, Microsoft. Um, UK media giants are asking for independent oversight of Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, etc. So this is again the ongoing thing about what is a platform, what is a media organisation. And what does it mean to society when platforms like Facebook and Twitter are left free reign um, of their own, doing their own uh, vetting and, and, you know, blacklisting or whatever? What they're saying is, really, we do need some oversight and someone telling them what they need to censor and what is acceptable and what's not. And they need to do something proactively with that um with that 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 instruction rather than what we have now which is um post infringement redaction isn't it that's what they basically work on that was a good wow i don't know where that that came from i'm going to call you chris the analyst from there there go um so yeah and these are the organizations sort of writing this letter bbc itv so the big yeah, Channel Four, Sky, BT, talk, talk to the big sort of media firms, the people that have to comply with these regulations, saying, "Look, you know, you know," they say their argument that they're a platform is is incorrect. They're having to censor anyway. Therefore, why not bring some oversight to that censoring and make sure they do a proper job of it? That make sure that they're not just you know screwing up. Which they're they're saying, yeah, you, they've done it plenty of times before. And some of the most recent big you know, social scandals, things like interference in elections and stuff like that all come from social media platforms and the lack of oversight they're saying is contributing to that. They want to see that go. Yeah, I was, um, and I still am a little bit surprised by, oh, well, I'm not, I'm probably just being naive. I was a little bit surprised when I first saw it when it was like the media giants, you know, as you said, BBC, ITV, etc. You know, and, and then I was like, well, no, they go, they've got regulations that they need to follow and also, these are the guys that are standing up. You know, Twitter wants to be a news platform. YouTube wants to be a TV channel. Yeah. Facebook wants to sell this your TV. Apple wants to sell yeah. your TV. That's why they want to. That's why they're raising this now. They're saying, "Look, you need to do something. You can't. You can't just let these guys continue on the way they're continuing on." They're probably looking at the Apples and the Amazons and the Facebook who don't pay tax and 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 are more traditional media companies are probably paying tax more legitimately than yeah, these yeah, guys almost certainly but so, they're also losing absolute tons of cash and they're becoming unviable that's their big problem in fact yeah, yeah. the only reason news retains its viability anyway is because journalists just sit and read twitter i mean there, there's so few journalists now to go and actually report on the news that they just report on twitter so they it's like when twitter storms happen it's a big news article because that's all newspapers are really looking at now for to because they, they can't afford to put someone in the field to go and do their thing and I think that the thing I've realised, and it's it's not it's not just like the last you know six months I've realised this. It's I think as we started to do the podcast and you get on, you know, like mailing lists for some of the articles that come out. You know, some of the big tech stuff you we get emailed, and you're looking at it going, you're just copying and pasting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at a, you look at a, you know, I'm not saying it's like the Verge and tech ones, but if you look at some of the I guess the kind of local media types. You know, if you look at a newspaper article, you realise how much is just like you know our journalist has found. 
yeah. they're just cutting pieces of text and it's like <laughs> and i think i don't think that's ever been not the case i think you've all it, you know, you've always obvious. had the press release that someone has just copied yeah. verbatim and or the product that they've been sent and they copy the review verbatim all those kind of things because it's easy content for them to ingest but you yeah you kind of see it's more and more is 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 left unquestioned i guess and to your point, there's more and more where, where you know, somebody will say, you know, or, or Robbie Williams said last night, blah, blah, blah. He didn't. He tweeted it. Yeah, exactly. So this He is, didn't yeah, see it. He, it but it's, it's yeah. the Yard just reporting, you know, he probably get, you know, I was going to say they have tweet about them, but they won't have tweet about them anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. It's not worth it. Doesn't doesn't auto update for them. Um, we've had, again, more calls from intelligent agencies from the sort of big... Uh, us uk germany etc um saying that they really want to see encryption as a uh, limited technology that's used around the world that they're really being hampered by this and they want encryption to be reserved for just you know i guess payment type things they're saying privacy is important but it's not as important as we are is what they're kind of saying they they want to be able to get in here they're saying it's interfering with what they're doing and they reckon that existing laws which give them rights to get warrants and things like that are being undermined by the fact that the encryption end-to-end is just meaning they just don't have access to that information and you know it's a it's a balancing act that is so impossible to impossible to get around really they're saying they want it, you know, they want people to feel that their data is safe, but they want full access to it, uh, whilst not letting criminals and other people have access to that really important data, which then makes them unsafe. So it's just, I don't, I don't know how you resolve this. No, I, and I don't think it's going to go away. Uh, if, if anything, I think as the as as most of these governments kind of shift more right wing, I think it's going to become more more yeah. um i don't know more legally binding and also you've seen apple saying things like well we'll we'll, we'll put some iCloud servers in china you know and that's that's there, there's certain things where certain companies are doing mm. you know i'm not i'm not saying they're given access to to data but there's there's just there's a whiff about it and they're making a stand against some of the Western governments. I just don't think it can continue. And I, and I, I mean, it's a solution it, to I go can... back to the whole thing of each service provider has a you know a duty when a warrant is issued that they should be able to from within the service you know uh, allow them access to see that data. I mean, it's it's ha- I think that's probably where it'll end up being. But like I say, when you do that and the company has access in, and it means that there is unencrypted data going around somewhere. Um, you know the whole point of Apple's end to end is that no one can see the data except for the two endpoints, and that's the that is the from a privacy perspective that's the right way. And it's one of those things, isn't it? You if you take away the right to privacy, it, you know you're you're in a bad situation. If you completely enable end to end encryption, you're in a bad situation. So where do we find this middle ground? You know, I, I'm guessing what the law enforcement is saying is there is absolutely no need for the majority of WhatsApp messages that go around to be end-to-end encrypted they are just inane twaddle um you know therefore why does that why does that service need to be end-to-end encrypted it's giving people easy access to you know impossible to decipher channels for their for their security agencies hmm. I, I, i'm still convinced but that the, and and it'll just push people to you know there's other ways of doing this apart from using you know whatsapp and oh of course yeah, yeah. but iCloud, i guess what know, their, their point is it just makes it far too easy for yeah. someone but I think for the for folk that want to be remain hidden, you know, that, that, you know, 
But the managed access to you know, encrypted data, that's not going to make a difference to them. No, no, you're you're never going to stop them, but you might stop your Commonwealth Garden, you know, Terry the but burglar from yeah. coordinating with Barry the burglar um, <laughs> on WhatsApp because they know that they can't be read or seen. You know. Yeah. Hey, Barry, I've just done number thirteen. Yeah, you're not worth doing that one. Yeah, exactly. No, I go back and go back in about four months' time when insurance is paid out. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Once they, I'll, I'll tell you ding, when they do it. I'm ding, ding. Ding. Twitter agrees to abuse transparency reports. Um, what's all this about? Um, so, so both Twitter and Facebook were in front of um, Congress this week, um, and Google controversially decided not to attend. Mm. Um, so it looks it's so in some ways I think Twitter and Facebook have done the right thing. We'll we'll turn up, um, and it was um, Jack Dorsey, so CEO of Twitter, that turned up, and it was Shell Sandberg, so Facebook's CEO. Um, I guess they, they thought Zuckerberg's been there enough, and um, <laughs> it was it, his, his pictures from last time were scary enough. She was, she was a pretty cool cookie, to be honest. And he, you know, compared to the way Zuckerberg was answering some of the stuff, there was a, there's still a, it's very chalk and cheese. Mm. Um, uh, so, and there's 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 a number of different things. Um, so they were getting hit from all sides, especially Twitter around the you know how abusive a platform and how toxic a platform. Um, and and they talked about and, and both were getting it, but Facebook can turn around and say, Yeah, we're employing thousands of people and we're throwing money at this problem because we were wrong that thinking that AI could, could yeah. solve this. We need humans in there. And again, Twitter struggled because they say we don't know it's a big problem, but when he was asked about it, he fluffed the answer. He was like, Well, we're not going to go into how many people because they're not as although we say Twitter and Facebook as if they're both the same, Twitter's tiny compared to Facebook. Yeah, really, really tiny, yeah. And and it's it we can have them as, as like same same companies and they're not. Well, Twitter aren't like, making money. Facebook are another thing. They're making yeah. a they're making a small amount of money. I think it was like hundred million last quarter, and the share price shot because they're like Jesus. Oh my god, money, money, money. money. <laughs> um, so um, so one of the things they have done is they say they're going to they're going to do these transparency reports, which we've seen again Facebook doing already. Um, so so they're they're playing catch up. Um, and then they're talking about an independent um audit, so a civil rights audit taking place. Um, against the platform and they're again details aren't you know clear they've just committed to doing it um and again Facebook's so the abuse transparency this. reports aren't clear <laughs> uh, well it's it's back to they've said they'll do them but yeah. we're not, not not quite sure not how or why or where or wherefore yet yeah a bit and like when a government uh, says a policy <laughs> exactly so there's it's it, it's one of those I almost feel it's easy to say because yeah. you don't you're not defining what's actually being delivered you know, and you'll Brexit and they'll be able to Brexit. dress up. Yeah, they'll be able to dress up a set of statistics around it that says we are more or less abusive platform, or mm. we've had, you know, we've kicked off. The one thing I thought was good was he says that you know, you know, Twitter needs to make money, but we're going to have to take steps that are going to make it less palatable for our shareholders. We're going mm. to kick people off the platform. Conversation is going to reduce on it, and they are driven by there's a metric that says. You know, the share price used to go down if the if the engagement wasn't going up mm. and the number of users weren't going up. There's a realization that they're going to take a hit. You know, there's yep. a short to medium term hit, and he was honest enough to say, "Yeah, that's coming." Yep. Okay. Well, let's see if anything does come of it. I imagine we'll be still talking about this in twelve months' time because we have been for the last twenty-four. So <laughs> why not? Well, the the weird. I'd see at the end of the day, and I've I've been playing around with Mastodon and other clients, and and what's what's clear, they're you know people are toxic, you know, and and the, people the, are the, yeah. 
you know, the problem is these tools make it really easy. It's about it's about making it hard or making it obvious who somebody is. Mm. It's easy to hide behind personas and just direct abuse. And there's a number of things that have happened in Mastodon, you know, worlds now that you're like, don't totally like that either. It's actually you humans know, that are a problem, surprisingly, not the platform. <laughs> and and it's not just right wing, you know, yeah. so there's a whole load of, you know, ah, let's go and shout at a person. You, you see that with the whole Corbynista types, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, say something that, that you know, you disagree with Jeremy Corbyn, you get a, a whole load of, you know, whether it's bots, whether it's people, you know, mm. just, just, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. Talking of kicking off of Twitter, Alex Jones of uh, Infowars permanently suspended from Twitter and Periscope after more content violations. So we talked about this last week where he'd been temporarily suspended temp- uh, for a bit. Yeah, those words. Um, um, but now he has apparently broken rules again and that has caused his permanent removal. <laughs> the funny thing about this, I, I think this is total bull. It's, it's good he's kicked off because he's, he's just an idiot. Um, but he said far worse things, mm. and that was what was highlighted to Twitter before. He, he said things like, you know, you know, pick up your arms and attack these people, do these things, you know, and and Twitter were like, oh well, maybe not, and we're going to give him a chance, and we believe in giving these guys a chance. Um, it, but he got taken down the day after, the day after the Senate hearing, and he was it was a it's, it's one of those that people are saying it, it's like a, you know, it's almost like you know this is America right now. And there was Dorsey walking. He's got some sort of guard around him. There's all the press. And there's Alex Jones at the side, kind of wagging his finger at him. Mm. So the so the kind of joke is he's just he's met this guy for the first time and he realized guy's an idiot. Get him off. <laughs> just you know, it's um Now that he's seen he, him firsthand, yeah. But yeah, seemingly the only place this guy can now talk unless he stands up his own platform is Google Plus. <laughs> right. And no one listens there anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Do what you like. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Chrome is going to get a new look for its tenth birthday. Gosh, has it been around ten years? Ten, it's amazing. I didn't. I didn't think it was ten years old. That's a shock. Yeah, and you know, it's been my stalwart browser for a long time. So this is, uh, it's it's kind of come under pressure though. It's it's although it's you know it it got into its iterative development and we see I don't know we're probably Chrome seven hundred and fifty four now or something like that. Sixty nine. Um, there you go not as many of them then um but yeah firefox has made great strides and all the you know safari has done its own thing and other other browsers have done their own thing so there's definitely a distinct offering again and so chrome is just making some changes to bring itself up to date i guess um yeah so it's a a, a nice fresh skin on it so I've, I've got it here nice rounded corners it's all consistent across the platforms so they've, they've bashed this out across everywhere um Kind of follows their design, their material design again, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah. yeah, and it looks, I looks really nice. I yeah. need to dig in. As I, the reason I kind of dropped Chrome was because I because Chrome was actually probably my preferred browser, and then they're a bit tardy around the whole Flash thing, and then I kind of you know I kind of fully committed on I'm on iOS, I'm on Apple, just use Safari. Um, but as a kind of secondary browser, it was always Chrome, but it just got a bit sluggish. Yeah, and and Firefox came out, and I was like, I really like this, and I, I've just stuck with Firefox. So. Yeah. And I still, I kind of flip between the two Firefox um, quite often and do some development work on and stuff. Just just keep my eye in. And yeah, I still like Firefox as well. They seem to have nailed this this revision. So I, I've yet to try the new Chrome. So over the next week, I'm sure I will grab that down and have a go. They've also said there's some AI features coming. Right. That's like, the buzzword. Um, 
Uh, yeah, imagine searching on Chrome for a singer you just heard and having Chrome show you not just their bio, but their upcoming concert. And I'm about to purchase tickets. Bye, bye, bye. Exactly. With <laughs> AI like Chrome, Sounds we'll like also that. be able to understand what you're trying to get done and help you do so faster, which is, I think, what they're all trying to do. Yeah, and, and to be honest, way. they do quite a good job of that now, I would say. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I don't... I mean, I guess all these set, these improvements they're talking about now are, you know, just further and further refinements already on that kind of logic that they've got that just brings it to that next level. And I think over time, suddenly we'll look left, right and think, actually, this is pretty spooky now how, you know, it just knows the subtleties. I think that's where it will come. So it does a reasonable job now, but but I think in the future we're just going to see that. Um, Especially you're typing in and not just the spelling mistakes, but you've got some sort of whole one. It's like, you really meant this, didn't you? There are still some things that it's hard to search for, right? And, um, you know, you or I are probably quite good at Google searching, working out how to do it. But especially when there are words that can be multiple multiple meanings and trying to find, or if there's a, you know, a product with a a phrase that's common, then it's hard to find the product or it's hard to find details on the the phrase. So it's, yeah, I'm sure that that, that's the kind of thing it's going to really... And even, well, even just about common saying, I I saw one of the guys at work was trying to find something, something in IT and he was using the words IT and it's like, you realise that's that's it. You know, it's not going to... It's not restricting down much. I'm also thinking as you're on a, on your analyst trip tonight, um, the, the other buzzword that they're, they're bringing, they're bringing in augmented reality features oh, into the browser. Lovely. Um, so uh, they didn't say too much more, but they say that we're onto something here and we'll show you more. Augmented as we, as reality it, features in a browser that's not actually reality. Uh, well, but then you've got Chrome as a whole platform across all these different things. So okay. is Chrome on your phone going to do some really smart things? Mm. And Alrighty, let's see. I, I don't think it's going to be doing it on my desktop somehow. <laughs> no. Xbox, let's get into some games news. Uh, all access subscriptions. Now, this is currently only in the US and it was kind of leaked a little bit early, but they've now announced it all. This is almost like a mobile phone type subscription to the Xbox platform. So for a fixed monthly price, you can either have an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X. And included in that price will be your subscription to, well, the hardware for one. They'll deliver you the hardware and they will give you a subscription to Xbox Live and Games Pass. So bring them all together in one handy package, one monthly fee, uh, and you can be an Xbox owner. Uh, I quite like this idea. And overall, it's cheaper to do it this way than for you to buy each individual product as its own little service. What do you yeah. reckon? I thought it was quite... A, and I guess it's it means quite a smart move. Um, makes it a very simple purchase for somebody. Instead of saying, I need to buy not only like a four, five hundred, or just say three, four hundred quid console, but I need to also buy the sixty dollar, eighty dollar you know, subscription, and then I need to go and buy a game or two. Yeah. So you're looking at a new console costing six, eight hundred, you know, outright. Yeah. And you're saying, give us either twenty two dollars or thirty five dollars, and we'll give you all. We'll give you everything, and you get. To, it's not like it's not a lease thing, so you don't have to give the hardware back as long as you complete your twenty four months subscription period. You you get the hardware at the end of it. So it's just it's almost like just a way of spreading cost, and actually. Yeah. If you're if you want the, the Xbox Game Pass, then 
I mean, I don't see why you'd want an Xbox without Xbox Live, so you'd want to do that. And and the Games Pass seems like a sensible decision, especially given as this just spreads cost over those years. Now, I guess the only thing it doesn't count for is in two years' time, the chances are that the Xbox price will go down and you might lose some of that benefit. But other than that, uh, it seems like a sensible choice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever reveal how many people you know did it, but certainly if you've been all or if you've been all Sony up to now. And you fancy an Xbox One X, and you're seeing some games coming out. You, I, I still think the biggest Achilles heel right now is just those exclusive titles. But yeah. if you've, you know, if you've fancied, you know, like Forza, and, yeah. and you know it's coming out in the next six weeks, and you get it with the Game Pass, you know, you're. It's, it's I wonder whether this is a pointer towards the direction they want to go. You know, they've been talking about all these different models ah. they want to go. I wonder whether they are going to go to that kind of lease situation where you a bit bit more like your skybox it's, you know, it's never your box you kind of lease it and they'll upgrade it over time up to the latest version as long as you keep a subscription going it's like you know like your creative cloud for a software but in a hardware form and they're still seeing the same money you know over time and it gives them a, a, a revenue stream guaranteed it, revenue stream as well yeah. yeah you know you've seen it with amazon netflix apple moving into music then video which is coming soon well it, you, you, yeah. there's all these revenue streams that they're looking for it means they get a constant stream of money rather than these massive peaks followed by troughs that yeah. they have to manage this is a yeah the much more sustainable um, platform that way and i think they're just the whole thing around exclusive titles you saw at e3 with them buying the seven or eight different mm. you know gaming groups they, they, they realize that for this to succeed, they need those exclusive titles. It's not going to work if you if you can just play FIFA and just play, you know, Red Dead. I can get that all in the Sony. Yeah, you know, so they're they're trying to do something different. Indeed, they are, and I don't mind the direction, but it's not over here yet. Anyway, it's only in the US. So. No, and and I think they just said they're going to do it for three months. So I think they're basically running this up to just before Christmas. So I think it's a kind of toe in the water. See what happens. Yeah. Let's give it a go. We've got a, a game subscription service. We've got Xbox Live subscription. Let's just, you know, and the other weird bit, they're using Dell financing to do this, <laughs> yeah. not Microsoft, which... Mm, I know. Which, which felt, I'm thinking... But you've but I do everything through Microsoft already. Yeah, and, so and their, their account system seems pretty reasonable. All their subscription services they've set up already. I wonder so whether they're that, just helping out Dell here. That did. I don't know. There was something a bit weird. You need a mm. Dell preferred account and Dell financial services agreed. handles the financing. It's like mm. yeah, agreed. Sounds weird. Already, that's our news. Um, unless you got a pick. Um. There are two. Oh my goodness, he has got one. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Right, I'm listening. Um, so there's a game Ooh. on iOS. Oh. And I think it's also on uh, Android as well. Ooh. So I'm, I'm just double checking that. I meant to check before I, I, I came on tonight. And um, um, oh, I can't find it quickly. It's definitely on iOS. Let's just say it. it's on there. Fine. Oh no, it's on Android as well. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Boom. Um, um, called Hold Down H O L E D O W N. Okay, Hold Down. Yeah, and it's um, and it's and it's basically a little kind of ball physics type thing. You need to bounce a ball off and do it a number of times and go through planets. And but it's just such such a well polished addictive game. Okay. Um, and it's like three ninety nine. Oh, for goodness sake, that's so expensive. I'm never buying that. It, it's <laughs> it, it's one of those where it's it's just you you'll get it and you'll love it. And it and it's just a, a, is it going to last six months a, a year? No, yeah. but it's it's going to keep you occupied when you're having a crap on the toilet for the next <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> or is that just me? 
<laughs> no, definitely. Okay, hold down. There you go. Uh, what's next? Uh, mother pick is for the next. I think it's about another week, but um, you can download the beta demo, whatever they want to call it, of Battlefield Five. Ah, yes. Um, it's on all platforms. I've had it a couple of days, and um, it's 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 fine. It's um, very spatially graphic wise, and they've just done some little tweaks. So, so like it feels a little bit longer to respawn, so you can value your life a little bit more, and and um, just a just uh just a variety of there's just a chaos that goes on. It's just a little bit not exaggerated, but just if it's like there's a couple of moments already. I've just been like, wow, you know, just yeah, huge explosions on. all around me, yeah. and you're like, geez, this is um. Big yeah, download. I haven't even looked yet. I'm obviously... It's only ten gig. Yeah, only t- I know. I've like, <laughs> gone in the days of 500, 500 meg games, but yeah, the, the Master Chief Collection yeah, patch, but, which I've still not grabbed no. because my my my, my, my Xbox has been funny about downloads at the moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's but it's but it's eighty gig. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Good. Thanks for that patch update. <laughs> There's a lot of content, but it's a it's a that's a big old patch. Yep. Um, so yeah, I just thought. Um, so yeah, Holdings worth a look, and definitely if you've if you've got an Xbox or PlayStation, you'd as well just download and give them Battlefield a go. There you go. Thank you very much. Alrighty, that is our podcast for today. Where's your picks? I don't have picks. Don't be ridiculous. Jesus man, come on. Don't be ridiculous. I don't have picks. Um, digitaloutbox.com is our website. Info at digitaloutbox.com if you want to email us. Twitter is digitaloutbox. We promise we won't abuse you. Um, I am on Twitter as Cheesy UK and my uh, motor racing blog, academyracer.co.uk. My running blog, cheesy.blog. Ian, where are you? Uh, my blog's ian.net. I'm on Twitter as Trooper. I'm not going to bother mentioning photography stuff seeing as Instagram's <laughs> wiped most of my account. Thanks, Instagram. That'll be back, though. And there were some stunning photos on there. So if you like your photography once it comes back, <laughs> then you can uh, go and have a look at Ian's account. And maybe next time I'll talk about the new drone that I bought. Yes, that you said you weren't going to, and then you did. No, then I said you. No, I can't remember. I don't think you, you ever you said basically, you were. Well, you basically called me out and said, there's no ifs about this. Next don't be an idiot. week is the Apple Watch for you. It is the Apple Watch. I, I do need a watch. <laughs> the battery is a struggle. The struggle is real, Chris. The struggle and there's is no real. other watch but the Apple Watch for you. Correct. Okay, let's, uh, on the ongoing... <laughs> Ian's buying purchasing stream. Uh, we will talk to you next. Yeah, I guess next week. I haven't really. Yeah, we would tend to do that, but I have got racing. Is that next week? That's the week after. So we are all good. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. Bye. Ta. <laughs>